welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me, as always, is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? It's going good, Ellen. Good. Everything is good. Yeah. So today we are live, and we are going to announce our winners for the Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club Best of the Year Awards, and maybe we'll do some Q&A with those of you who are on here with us live. Who knows? TBD. We'll see how it goes. You know, we're just going to kind of take this episode as it comes. We're going to scroll the punches. Okay. If I get tired of hearing you, can I just, like, leave? Can you just punch me? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're going to say? I'm out. Um, But first, Mom, what have you been reading and watching? I haven't been home all week. Is that fair to say? Yes. Mom's been gone this week. um, And I've been home babysitting the dogs. Mom was like, are you going to be okay on your own? And I said, you realize I'm 33 years old and have lived on my own before, right? Well, I know, but you've got extra dogs. I was mostly worried about our dogs. Um, I did read, though. I read The Sundown Motel, which was recommended on our other... Free-for-all. Our free-for-all by Sarah. Yes. Sarah. And... Who I will not... One of our Sarahs. One of our Sarahs. Yes. And um, I loved that book. So, Sarah... Thanks. You're amazing. And that book was amazing. And it kind of creeped me out a little bit. I was like alone in our, we were staying in this old bed and breakfast, but no one else was there because, you know, COVID. And, um, and the owners are friends of my sister-in-law. So we were staying in this place. We were the only ones there. My husband would get up early in the morning and go out to see his horse. And so I would be home alone showering and it would like freak me out because I've been reading this kind of scary Ooey book with murder and rape and murder and rape and ghosts and um so anyway yeah it was fun it was deliciously enticing yeah um I and then I know you have started these I finished the Reindeer Falls books yeah I started the second the Don't first Reindeer ask me to remember what the names of those books are those were recommended by Raquel on the free for all. Um, so we're really, you know, picking up those free-for-all books this time around. I have to say, Raquel, I'm loving the first one because they go to the Christmas market in Nuremberg, Germany. Yes. And I went to a Christmas market in Nuremberg, Germany. Yeah. Several years ago. And, um, loved it. Germany is so cute at Christmas time. Anyway, so thanks for the rec because I've enjoyed it. And then I started Single Dad Seeks Juliet by Max Monroe, um, and so far, it's cute. And I'm that's just been on my TBR lately, and so I wanted to add it. And um, I'm, I'm liking it so far. And just loving the freedom to read whatever the heck we want right now. It's nice. Or not read. Or not read. Um, and then while mom's been gone, I've been watching reality TV because I don't get to do a lot of that. Because I don't like reality TV. Mom is here. I watched um, all of season of repair shop on netflix and that is super adorable it's like very charming and british and um and the guys are cute yeah there's like cute little craftsmen that i'm like yes please and um (laughs) and then i have but i have gotten mom and dad into watching some of that too because i really thought my dad would like it um and then in terms of trashy reality that I knew mom would not like, uh, they put two seasons of Ink Master on Netflix, and I love Ink Master. <laughs> it's like one of my guilty pleasures, even though I don't like to use that term. Um, and so that's also been what I've been watching. Have you been watching? You got our aunt, my aunt, 
into watching um, British Bake Great British Bake Off. So you were watching some of that. I watched starting at season one, episode one that we had on Netflix. So um, yeah, it was kind of fun to go back and see some of our old friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we are seeing your guys' comments and those are making us happy. Hi, Penny. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Chelsea. Cousin Chelsea, who was on the show this year, is on right now. Hi, Katie and Megan and Diana and all y'all that are joining on and haven't commented yet. (laughs) Um, Anyway, did we watch? Okay. Some Natalie asked if we watched the holiday Great British Bake Off episodes that just Uh, came out. Well, we watched the Dairy Girls episode because we have been like dying for that since it aired. We've been looking for it on YouTube and couldn't find it. Yeah, and so when we found out that that was coming on Netflix, we were super jazzed and watched it like the day it came out. Um, We haven't watched the other Christmas one though. I was kind of saving that for when Mom and Dad were both home because. Um, dad likes great dad, fish dad likes great fish make off so it's you know it's rare where we can find stuff that we all like that all three of us want to watch so um yeah so we we were excited about that okay so for today we have our um da, da, da. Da, 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 best of the year awards and i made graphic and all of that you guys are i'm like so freaking on top of things and i did nothing in, per usual. in fact, I Ellen and I discussed this at length, and I can't even remember now what we chose, so I'll be as surprised as you. Yeah, it's going to just be <laughs> so much fun. And we have some of your guys' picks. Um, there was like four of you who sent in your picks, so you're going to be highly featured on this episode. Um, but let me get this started. I have to like screen share, so bear with me for a second. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to go like this and hope that it works. There we go. Um, can you guys see that? Is hopefully there... you guys can see that. We're, I'm, there's like a massive delay on, um, on the feed, so it takes a while for it to show up on um, the thing. Raquel says, I'm so happy you liked the Reindeer Falls collection books. And yes, I don't remember the names of the books either. <laughs> it's something new with like Gingerbread and Santa. And... Well, the first one is how the the boss who stole Christmas or. Yeah, something like that. That's the only one I know because that's the only one I've read. Yeah. Natalie says, LOL, something about a boss and a gingerbread and a one night stand. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, pretty much, you know, probably all of them. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. So let's dive in. We've got a couple new categories this year and um, things like that. It's going to be fun, you guys. Okay, so first up, we have Best Banter. Um, this one, there's bountiful choices. Yes. Um, some honorable mentions that we thought of were, first of all, okay, couple couple notes that I want to say as well. We try to spread the love. So if there's a book that we give one award to... We try not to give it too Another many award. other awards, any other awards. So we it pick might... which award we want most to give a book. Yes. So even if we think it might, a book might be deserving of many awards, um, we try to only give one per book. Um, and I, I think that's kind of it for notes but um so honorable mentions for best banter we picked uh becoming a vincent rock bottom girl 
Well Met, which we read. This is the other thing, you guys, in picking these. <laughs> it was so hard for us to remember. Every year we think, we need to write stuff down while we're doing the episodes. Gosh. And then every year we don't. Every year we don't. <laughs> I'm going to do it. 2021 is the year I'm going to make notes about books that have good heroes, good banter, swoony moments, and all this stuff because... Man Alive, it's so hard. And, like, I was going back this week and listening to older episodes so I could kind of remind myself of how we felt about books and things like that. Um, and then Opposite of You, which also had very good banter, and we really liked that book. Um, some of your picks. Jess says, Maddie and Mason from Rules of Engagement by J.T. Geisinger or Thane and Astrid from The Beast of Beswick by Emily Howard. Um, Catherine says... I think at least an honorable mention in this category goes to the note cards in the window in Beach Read. Those are cute. Those are very cute. That was cute. Um, Jen says rules of engagement and Beach Read. Um, and then Natalie says boyfriend material easily wins the side characters and banter categories for me. Um, yes, boyfriend material does have very good banter as well. We gave Best Banter to Rules of Engagement by J.T. Geisinger, and we were almost hesitant on this because we were like, did we give her Best Banter last year? Because <laughs> we also really liked the banter in Melt For You. Um, J.T. Geisinger is just good at banter, I guess is where we land on that. Um, but this one, they're very kind of opposites attract, and that always encourages some good banter. Um... Okay, next up, we have best side character. Some honorable mentions here. Anyone from Boyfriend Material, <laughs> really, anyone. They were all brilliant. But especially all the office workers and um, what was his name? The one guy I that we remember. like. Something with an A. You guys are probably going to say it in the comments for me. Um, Dick from Rules of Engagement was a lot of fun. And then the raccoons. I guess there's only one raccoon that's in Hose, but there's a whole family of raccoons that shows up in that whole series. Um, and the raccoons were kind of a big talking point for us when we were talking about Hosed. So um, we thought that was kind of a fun honorable mention to give. Um, some of the picks that you guys said, Jen said, all the side characters and boyfriend material and Cletus Winston. Alex Twaddle. Alex Twaddle. <laughs> You guys, I knew we you, knew we'd get it. I knew you guys would come through. Um, Natalie says, boyfriend material. This is her, her earlier comment, but she said it easily wins a side character and banter. And then Jess says, can I say Alpha from Wolf Gone Wild by Juliet Cross? Also, pretty much all of the side characters and boyfriend material by Alexis Hall. Um, Jess, we are on the same wavelength. And yes, you can say Alpha from Wolf Gone Wild. Because that is who we are picking for and our And we actually came character. up with that before we read We your... did. I swear, Jess, <laughs> I'm not stealing it from you. Um, I have to say I'm super self-conscious because we're actually recording in my sewing room and our recording room. Yeah. But um, so as I'm looking at it, I can see my whiteboard in the background with sewing instructions on it. At least and my drawers, my drawers with all my sewing stuff in them. So sorry that we're just in this janky room. No, our dad was like, my dad was like, I can put, I can put wrapping paper up on the wall or something. Like, don't do that. Don't worry it's, about it. It's fine. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Um, this is our life. But we picked Alpha from Wolf Gone Wild because he's a very prominent side character. He's almost like a third part of this um, hero heroine combination and um and there's a lot of funny banter between him and you know and the Mateo, hero Mateo, and yeah. then him and 
you know, Evie have this whole thing going on. Yeah, they do. Alpha's very attracted <laughs> to Evie. Uh, and we just loved him in, yes. in that story. And so I felt like that's who needed to be the side character of the year. Um, next up, we have the most awkward sex scene to read together, a.k.a. the hottest. Um, some honorable mentions. There was actually quite a few. <laughs> um, we have The Rebel King and Kingmaker by Kennedy Ryan. Anything Kennedy Ryan. Anything Kennedy Ryan. She likes to include a lot of um, butt stuff, for lack of a better word. And that's always a little. Yeah, uh, that's always a little weird for us. Um, and then Dear Enemy by Kristen Callahan was a little saucier than we usually read together. There was a bath scene that was very... Hot and steamy. Hey, um, And then we were on Ice Planet Podcast where we read Barbarian's Lady by Ruby Dixon together. And that was, I think, one In, of mom's of saucier <laughs> books that she's read. Um, and then we put Number One Crush by T. Gephardt on here because that is the book that we listened to on audio with my brother in the backseat. And it was just very awkward kind of funny kind of a family bonding time yeah it was very very sexy just times. a very strange awkward <laughs> sex scene to listen to together um and so that was what we those were some of our honorable mentions um some of yours jen says anything from the roommate um and then just says the bathtub scene and pretty much any other sex scene in dear enemy by Kristen callahan uh, and she says pretty much any scene from uh Duke, I'd like to F anthology, especially the sex scenes in the novella by Joanna Shoup. Uh, whew, she says. We have not read those. Apparently, I need to check that out. Um, sounds like a good time. <laughs> we picked The Roommate. Um, and like Jess said, pretty much any scene from The Roommate. Uh, or Jen said pretty much anything from The Roommate. Um, the awkward thing about this was that we know... Rosie. <laughs> and even when I first read it for her as a beta reader, it was like, hey, girl. <laughs> yeah. I was like, geez, I didn't know you had it in you. Um, and then, you know, reading The Roommate and then talking about it with, with her, with Rosie, who was on the show. And um, also, it's just a little steamier than mom, I think, usually reads. Um, but it is a very hot, steamy book. So we are giving it the hottest which awkward sex scene award i think it it deserves so um that is the most awkward sex scene aka the hottest uh next up one of our new categories we wanted to like spread the love for some of our kind of more niche categories that um don't get as much love sometimes in the uh in these categories uh so best paranormal fantasy which i'm kind of lumping together some honorable mentions, uh, Court of Thorns and Roses, uh, which we really liked. Well, especially we really liked the second book. Um, <laughs> and then Magic Bites uh, by Alana Andrews, which we liked the first one. I know you I really liked the whole series. Like, yeah, most of the series that you read. Um, and then I put Mating the Huntress on there, which was a like Halloween novella that we both read um, by Talia Hibbert. And... It was, it was fun and kind of a little diversion for her, I think, uh, from what I've usually read by her. So that is one of our honorable mentions as well. Some of your guys' picks, all the same. Jen, <laughs> Catherine, Jess, and Natalie all picked Wolf Gone Wild, um, which we would probably have picked um, had we not awarded Alpha, Alpha. Uh, 
for best side character. So we gave it to Don't Hex and Drive, which we also really liked. We just uh, are really enjoying that series and here for all of all of the Juliet Cross Stay a Spell series. Um, and also I kind of wanted to give Best Paranormal and Best Historical to books that kind of came out in 2020, um, just because seemed better to give it to current books. Um, so Don't Hex and Drive, which we really liked a lot. And that is our Best Paranormal Fantasy of the Year. Uh, next up, Best Historical. Now, I probably, if mom had read Where the Lost Wander, I think that that might have gotten our best historical of the year. I really loved that book, and I know that mom will love it when she reads it as well. Um, and I highly recommend it to any of you. Um, so that's my two cents, is that Where the Lost Wander might have taken this had mom read it. Um... Some of our other honorable mentions, Bringing Down the Duke, which we read all the way back in January. That was our first book in yeah. 2020. Yeah, so that was a long time ago, but we did really like that book. The Beast of Beswick by Emily Howard and Daring in the Duke by Sarah McLean, which we didn't cover on the show, but both of us read this year. And, you know, we're always here for any and all Sarah McLean. Um, some of your picks... Jen said Bringing Down the Duke. Jess said Waking Up with the Duke by Lorraine Heath or The Beast of Beswick by Emily Howard. And then Chasing Cassandra by Lisa Kleypas and The Prince of Broadway by Joanna Shoup. Um, I definitely need to check out some more Joanna Shoup because I have liked what we've read from her before. And then Natalie said um, Beast of Beswick. Our pick was The Widow of Rose House, which is a slight cheat because we are going to read it um, in this next year but it's in, it's in our books to read but both of us read it this year and when we we're looking at our reading lists from the year and our historical that we enjoyed the best um we both felt like the widow of rose house deserved it and uh yeah it's really good it's really good i'm excited and, to cover it on the show because we yeah. really liked it and um you you might see this come up again in honorable mentions because the hero Samuel is such a doll that we it's a sweetheart that we loved him. So um yeah, we're excited to talk about that book on the show and I promise that because we gave it historical this year, it will not be in contention for next year. Um so yeah, so definitely we're excited to talk about that one with you guys and hope you guys all like it as much as we did. Uh next up Speaking of, Best Hero. Some honorable mentions for Best Hero. Uh, there's always a lot that we can pick for Best yeah. Hero because... That's the thing about romance novels is, like, that's, like, the thing is yeah. the dishy heroes, so... Yeah. Um, so Samuel from The Widow of Rose House was definitely a contender because we really liked him a lot. Josh from The Roommate, also quite the dish. Um, both Luke and Oliver from Boyfriend Material because both of them are great. And then Killian from The Opposite of You was another one yes. that almost made the cut. Um, some of the options that you guys picked, Jen says Jake Weston from Rock Bottom Girl and Ryder Bergman from Only When It's Us, which those are both good picks. Ryder is kind of an interesting character. Um, Jess says Jake Weston from Rock Bottom Girl by Lucy Score or Josh from The Roommate by Rosie Dannon. Uh, Zafir Ansari from Take a Hint, Danny Brown by Talia Hibbert, which 
you read that one too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, he is good. Um, and then Tom Severin from Chasing Cassandra by Lisa Kleypas. Uh, Natalie says, is it bad that my favorite hero may be Dazzy from one of the few movies in rotation? No, that is not bad because he is a, a fine specimen. Um, and then she said, I've read a couple non-podcast books with some heroes I really love too. Sam from The Widow of Rose House and Eric from Her Naughty Holiday. I love a hero that respects his lady. Hey, Always a good pick. And, um, Catherine says Luke from Boyfriend Material. Definitely in contention. Um, for us, our pick was Khalid from Aisha at Last by Uzma Jalaluddin. Um, we picked him just because I really liked kind of what he brought as a hero. He's a very... He's different than most other heroes. He wasn't your typical, you know, hot, muscular... Yeah, he's a very fundamentalist Muslim, um, and he has a lot of sweet moments where he's kind of going over the lingerie uh campaign and kind of <laughs> well he feeling... has to work with those um the, the ladies who run the lingerie shop yeah. and and he's it's out of his comfort zone but he's so cute and... yeah so um you're gonna and for both our hero and our heroine we kind of wanted to pick um the hero and heroine that kind of stood out from the pack a little bit more and um we just really liked kind of what he brought as a hero and as kind of our Mr. Darcy for this book, obviously, which is based on Pride and Prejudice. Um, and well, so, yeah. and the whole mix-up about him thinking he was going to be engaged to her, and then he's engaged to her cousin, and yeah, and then it was so sweet. Oh, was, yeah, that was a good. So, book. anyway, that's what we picked for our best hero. Now let's give the ladies some love. Best heroine. Um, some honorable mentions that we wanted to shout out were Evie from Wolf Gone Wild, which. Wolf Gone Wild makes a lot of appearances in the Honorable Mentions. That was a book we loved <laughs> this year. Um, and then Lennox from The Kingmaker and The Rebel King by Kennedy Ryan. Um, another kind of heroine that stands out as being kind of unique and interesting. And then Chloe Brown from Get a Life, Chloe, Chloe Brown. Brown. Another one that's um, kind of unique. Some of your picks, um, Jen says, Maddie from Rules of Engagement. I love a feisty heroine, as do we. Yes. Jess says, January from Beach Read by Emily Henry or Astrid from The Beast of Beswick by Emily Howard. Um, Allie Morales from By a Thread by Lucy Score or Florence Green from The Prince of Broadway by Joanna Shoup. This tech book was technically released on uh, December 30th, 2019, but I'm counting it for 2020. That was an, like love lettering... You're not going to see it in the honorable mentions because it did not, it came out like at the very, very end, I think on the same day, like December 30th uh, of 2019. Um, they must not know about our, our awards. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> um, Natalie says, and is it cheating to say that Jennifer Sylvester is always my favorite heroine? No. no. And she had a book that came out this yeah. year, so that counts. Um, and then Catherine says, Aisha from Aisha last. last. Yeah, we did is, like her too. Yes. Um... Our pick for best heroine was Meg from Love Lettering by Kate Claiborne. Um, we really loved this book. I went back and I listened to the episode just so I could remember kind of how we felt about this one. Um, but Meg, she's the calligraphist. She's got a lot of, you know, she goes through a lot of stuff even other than just the romance. Um, and She we... brings him out of his kind of grumpy shell. She, um... and then we loved... The way she handled the conflict at the end. That yes. was huge for us. <laughs> yeah. And you guys know that that is, a, that is a big deal for us. 
Um, we, yeah, we just really liked how she handled the conflict. Um, and she kind of goes through a lot of things with her friendships and her other relationships. And, uh, so yeah, so that's who we picked for our best heroine. Um, next up, we have our swooniest moment. Another thing that this we... This is a hard one. This every, one every is year. Hard. This is the one that I was like, I need to start taking notes on good swoony moments. Well, because... I told Ellen, I said, even if a book is bad, it usually has a good swoony moment in it. So it's hard to, you know... Remember yep. all of them, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some honorable mentions that we picked. Uh, the letter that uh, he sends to her in love, love lettering. lettering when they're kind of going through the chaos at the end of the book without giving any spoilers. Um, I picked Kennedy Ryan's writing in Kingmaker because I went back and listened to that episode. And that was what I had picked as my swooniest moment was just that her writing is so swoony. Um, and then Luke standing up for Oliver in Boyfriend Material. That was a re that was one that we really liked. Um, some of your guys' picks. Jen said, reads Letter to Meg in Love Lettering. One of our honorable mentions. And then Jess says, Luke speaking up for Oliver in front of Oliver's family in Boyfriend Material by Alexis Another Hall. Another one of our Or Delilah mentions. cooking up a meal inspired by her and Macon's childhood memories in Dear Enemy by Kristen Callahan, which was another good one. Um... Now, for our pick, we chose uh, the, the First Date from You Deserve Each Other by Sarah Hogel. Um, this book was interesting. It was one that we kind of loved. Like, when I listen to when we're giving our initial thoughts on the book, it's like, I loved this book despite... That I didn't like the first part of it. <laughs> Despite but. that, it's kind of hard to love this book. <laughs> um, and this is the one that we did with Cousin Chelsea, who I know is on there right now um but and then we had a lot of swoony moments so that's another reason why we picked one specific swoony moment from this book but it's one where we hate both of them at the beginning of the book yeah and then because it's kind of a second chance romance can we yeah. call it that because and we talked about picking the scene where she shovels snow for his parents, parents um in this book but we chose the first date because it's kind of interesting placement you don't you don't see their first date until well into the book um and so and then it's played on again later on because yeah. it's the whole thing of them bowling yeah and he and she says if you can knock down those two pins because there was a split yeah if you can knock down those two pins i'll go out with you and so he just walks up the alley and knocks them both down him, knocks them over and um it's adorable yeah and so we thought that was cute and um we wanted to give this book a little a little shout out as well because we did really like this book quite a lot as well um <laughs> next up we have best listener recommendation now this is also hard because because all of them are listener recommendations. yeah every book we read for the podcast for the most part is a listener recommendation it's hard to sometimes pinpoint who recommended what because um sometimes that's difficult some honorable mentions that we wanted to shout out is Boyfriend Material that was recommended to us by Jess and many others, I should say. But um, Kiss My Putt, which I read and loved, um, and it was recommended on the Facebook group by Sarah. Um, Mom hasn't read it yet, but we are going to be reading it for the next upcoming list, so that should be fun. Um, the Opposite of You, recommended by Paige, which we really loved. And I, in fact, I read the whole series. I know you read like the second book, I think. I don't think you read the, you Maybe didn't I did finish, read the third. Though. I did read the, I know I read the next one. Oh, Sorry. There's some dogs. 
which you guys get to include. It because- is the season for packages to arrive at any time of the day, so our dogs like to go- like to do that. Like to greet the package delivery guys. Yes. Um, <laughs> then we had um, Wicked Games, recommended by Mallory, which Wicked Games probably would have gotten something if Mom had liked it as much as I did. I loved Wicked Games, and I read that whole series. Like I liked it. I'm not a reality TV good person, so I, I didn't love it. And I loved that. I love that series. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, Wicked Games is another honorable mention. Uh, some of your guys' picks. Um, Jen says, Becoming a Vincent. That book was hilarious, and I would have never found it on my own. That's a good pick. That's I don't another one where I read most of them. recommended Becoming a Vincent. That's the problem with this category. <laughs> um, and then Jess said, Boyfriend Material by Alexis Hall, tooting my own horn here. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to remember who recommended Boyfriend when, Material. When they toot their own horn. <laughs> um, and for us, we picked Best Listener Recommendation for The Simple Wild um, by K.A. Tucker, recommended by Jen who was actually on the episode and with us. talked about it with us. She had won that category, uh, that that cycles episode to come on with us. And um, we loved chatting about it with Jen. We loved this book. We loved this book. I recommend it to my husband. My husband really liked it. Yeah. So this was a, a all-around win for us. Yes. And, uh... Um, and I went back and I listened to this episode as well and... I, I gave it a really loved, which I don't do a lot, but <laughs> I really loved that book. Um, and we might have even given this best new to us, but um, but we were we wanted to shout out Jen for coming on the show and talking about it with us and for picking this book because we, we loved it. We loved this book. Okay, um, next up. We have the best new to us read. So this is the category where it didn't come out in 2020, but we read it this year for the podcast. Um, some honorable mentions were Simple Wild, uh, Wolf Gone Wild, some wild books in there, um, <laughs> Rules of Engagement, Well Met, Wicked Games. Um, all all of those were, were ones that we really loved this year that maybe didn't come out this year. Um, some of your guys' picks, a uh, lot of love for Simple Wild. Jen shouted out Simple Wild. Um, Jess shouted out Simple Wild. Catherine says, um, oh, this was a little different, but she says, best new thing to the podcast is more guests. Especially loved Jen, Cousin Chelsea, Mr. Tennessee's sex voice himself, who yeah. we need to get back on the show because he said he would come on and read a book with us, which oh, that's right. we need to do. Um, she says, Sarah and Sarah, there's probably more I'm forgetting. And in the book about Alaska, when Mr. Ellen's dad read along and offered his feedback on the plane situation, Yes. Um, Natalie said, my favorite podcast new to me read might be Wicked Games. Not because it's my favorite book ever, but it was so much fun. And I inhaled the rest of that series in a matter of like one week. (laughs) Same. Same girl. Same. Um, And Cassie says, it's a tie between The Simple Wild by K.A. Tucker and The Opposite of You by Rachel Higginson. I went on to read that whole series and really loved it. Same. I, that's, that's also one that I would give an honorable mention to. Yeah, we loved both those books. Yeah. Um, for us, we chose Court of Mist and Fury. Um, we originally had Court of Thorn Thorn and and Roses, Roses. and then when you guys were giving your feedback on that book, you all were like, you have to read the second one. The first one is not as good as the second one. You should just really read the second one. And so we, we powered through the first two in a week. And um, those are long, 
freaking books. They're long <laughs> books, and we were trying to cram it in before we recorded, but it was well worth it because I loved it. Yeah. Mom ended up reading the third book as well, which I have not gotten around to because it's like 700 pages. And it's bonkers. Your dog is driving me crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I might have to go yell at the dogs here in a second. Um, should I go yell at the dogs? Sure. Knock yourself out. Okay. Pause um, for a second, guys. Hang on. You can just listen to me. Hey! Stop. Uh, but I love that series. I love the twist from book one to book two because we don't read stuff like that in romance books very often. And, you know, where the hero isn't the hero anymore. Yeah, where we get a total switcheroo on the hero. Spoiler alert, I guess we should say. And plus, this was a series that was pretty popular when we read it. I mean, it was pretty well known and yeah. so that's why we thought it fit good into this category yeah um this is what happens when we're live you guys is you get to hear me yelling at the dogs which is happens. and we can't edit it out yeah that happens a lot when we <laughs> it just usually gets edited out uh when we talk about it um okay so that was what we picked for best new to us read we had a lot like we said new to us and maybe it might have gone to something different if we hadn't picked something different for each of the categories but like we said we like to spread the love, so that's what we picked for Best New to Us Read. And then our final category, Best Book of 2020. Um, there were a lot of great books that we read this year. a lot of great books. That came out this year. Um, some honorable mentions that we wanted to shout out was The Roommate by Rosie Dannon, um, Engagement in Espionage by Penny Reed. The first, this is our first awards where we have not given something to Penny <laughs> Reed, we should say. Um, and uh, You Deserve Each Other by Sarah Hogle. And then Riley Thorne and the Dead Guy Next Door by Lucy Score, which we Loved. love that book um, it, that we both read this year. It came out this year. Um, and we are going to talk about it. We're um, doing it on the, on the podcast. Yes. In the coming up in this, in this next cycle. Um, we're really excited to read that with you guys. We hope you guys love that one as much as we did. Um, and I know some of you have already read it as well. Um, some of your guys' picks, Jen said, I have a three-way tie between Boyfriend Material, Beach Read, and Love Lettering. All great choices. Um, Jess said, The Roommate by Rosie Dannon. And Natalie said, Ooh, for me, it's a tie between Love Lettering and Boyfriend Material for new release. And then Cassie said, um... Beach Read by Emily Henry, which was also, we we liked Beach Read, um, and that probably could have been on our honorable mentions. Um, for us, the best book of 2020, you probably know, <laughs> was Boyfriend Material <laughs> um, by Alexis Hall. We loved this book. Um, and we loved, this is one where we loved everything. So we couldn't figure out a category to put it in because we loved the banter, we loved the side characters, we loved both of the guys. We loved just everything about the writing. In looking at which which books we wanted to award, um, the fact that Boyfriend Material could have gone into really any of these categories, um, yeah, it was it was just so funny. And Natalie in the comments says the book we needed in 2020, and that is so true because it was just such a funny, lovely book and so happy, and we just laughed out loud throughout the entire book and so that's why we are picking boyfriend material as our best book of 2020 um but yeah lots of great lots of great books came out this year and um we just loved reading all of them 
Um, and the best listeners are you guys. Thanks so much for reading with us in 2020. Um, we had just a gay old time this year. And I know that this year has, yeah, reading at least. Um, I know this year has been sucky. And I know that a lot of us have been in reading slumps this year because there's been a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people saying. A lot of crap going on. Yeah. And a lot of people saying that they need happy books and things like that. Um, like we really loved the Ray Kess, but I know that was like kind of an example of too angsty, too angsty this year. Um, but things like that. And so we're just grateful that you guys have been on this year with us and, um, reading happy romance books that I think we all need a little more of. Um, anything you want to say? And if you guys want us to answer any questions or anything, Put those in the chat. I don't know. I'm pretty private, so don't ask anything too personal. <laughs> we know that's a lie. <laughs> um, so if you guys have any comment, if you guys want us to talk about anything, do it now in the in the comments because, um, I, and we'll just riff here for a few more minutes. Um, anything you want to say about 2020, Mom? Reading 2020? Reading 2020? Um, no, but it has been a difficult year. It was very nice... To, in fact, my husband came home. We kind of planned this trip that we were going to go on, this road trip that we were going to go on because we went over a couple states because um, his horse, he, he pastured his horse out in, well, the state of Utah. Yeah. And um, we, I was, he came home from a trip and he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to go. I, want, I knew we wanted to go fishing. But I was like, come on, take me somewhere. Let's go do something, especially since our state is locking down, apparently. We've got travel bans. Hey-o. Yeah. But, um, uh, so it was just really nice to get away, to go out. We went hiking. We went down to the Capitol Reef in Utah. Look it up. It's gorgeous. And, um, hiked around and took pictures and enjoyed the view. And there was no people there because it's off season and it was cold, <laughs> yeah. but we had a great time. It was so nice to get out and about. So yeah. I, I recommend it. Within reason, of course, social distancing, for example. Um, yeah, uh, I'm looking at questions. Paige says, what's one of your favorite Christmas romance books? I haven't actually encountered that many that, like, stand out to me. I thought the Reindeer Falls were a lot of, they're easy. Mom's using them now to, like, fill out her Goodreads. Yeah, I gotta read four books by the end of the year, which yeah. I think, will be pretty easy, especially with these 90 page books. But, um, but I am really enjoying this one just because I can relate to so much of what's going on in it. I don't know that it's my favorite, but yeah. Um, we liked the, um, the Lauren Lane one that we read. Don't ask me what the name of it was. Um, something about Christmas. So, so, <laughs> pretty sure Christmas was in there somewhere. Or it was mis something about mistletoe kissing we liked, what was the one that we read that they made the movie of on Passion Flicks? Trouble with Mistletoe by... Oh, that was a what's-her-name. That was in the the San Francisco series. Yeah, who writes that one? Um, Why can't I think of it? I always called it the Baywatch series, but it's yeah, not the Baywatch series. It's Harbor Bay series. Um, we even met her. I can't think of her name. Yeah, I know. Put it in the comments because you yeah, guys are going to know. You guys are going <laughs> to say it for us. 
Um, I probably have one of her books up on the shelf. Um, That's very possible. Um, yeah. We, we liked that one a lot because I ended up reading that whole series. We're coming on with questions now. Um, Raquel says, least favorite book, tre book or trend in romance of 2020. Um, I don't want to name specific books. You guys know which ones we didn't like all that much. And there were some that came out in 2020 that we didn't like so much. Um, but I think trend, I, here's what I'll say. I like the illustrated covers, but I think that they're being, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think they're being used a little too heavily on books that don't warrant a happy poppy illustrated cover. So I think I'll say that. I think too, and I don't know what this is, but there's books I've read and I thought, how did this even get published? Uh, so editing, I'm not sure if books are being well edited. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're just trying to hurry and pump them out for whatever reason, but. Yeah. We um, even, well, I won't say, I was going to say, we, we talked about that with somebody too. And um, <laughs> I won't, I won't divulge who. No, but anyway, um, so I, I don't know if they're just trying to hurry and get books published so they get a quota or whatever, but. Some of these, I'm just like, how did this even, like, get through an editor without them saying, this doesn't make any sense in your story? Yeah. Um, Lori says, favorite Bridgerton book, you guys. I am loving all of the Bridgerton, like, content that we're getting lately with all the promo stuff that they've been doing. Um, if you guys haven't, you should go look up the clip of Colin and Penelope yeah. that just came out last night on Graham Norton. It's adorable. It is pretty cute. And we're, we're, I'm like dying. We have an advent calendar. We don't even think we're going to be able to celebrate Christmas on Christmas. So like our advent calendar <laughs> is the countdown to Bridgerton. Um, I am dying for that show. And um, favorite Bridgerton book for, I will speak for both of us, is definitely Romancing Mr. Bridgerton. Uh, we love Colin and Penelope forever. Um, I really also love Eloise and To Serve Philip with Love. I love that one. I like Francesca a whole lot too. Hers is hers is steamy, spicy. Um, and I'm really I like Anthony and Kate's. I yeah. I mean, yeah. I think those are my those are my favorite four. I'll, I'll say, and I like the other ones as well. Um, I'm I I like pray that they get well. I renewed. don't I don't think the Duke and I is my favorite book, and that's why I'm really hoping that they get into some of the other seasons because I think we're gonna get the other books as the seasons go on. Yeah, and um. Yeah, I'm here for it. Bring yeah, it. I think I, they've been reviewed, renewed for a second season. Yes, it seems like they have been for a second season. And, you know, we're not going to uh, be doing an episode around when Bridgerton comes out. We'll definitely probably end up talking about Bridgerton when we come back in January. Um, but I think we're going to try and organize some sort of viewing party um, on the Facebook group for some it's Bridgerton. It's supposed to be pretty saucy. It's supposed to be pretty steamy. Um, so I might get embarrassed. Yeah. We're, and we're, like, not recommending it to people that we know until we see exactly how spicy it is. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> Penny says, <laughs> this is funny, whenever I need joy and laugh, I can always count on you guys. Just re-listened to Dark Lover episode. <laughs> and again, peaches, LOL. That was That's one classic. That's that classic one of our for favorites. us. We, we refer to that a lot. <laughs> Um, Allison says favorite holiday tradition. We have a lot that, you know, are like... Unfortunately, most of it is food. Yeah, that's true. That's the problem. And yeah, this year when we're trying to eat healthier. Um, 
we we always do like on Christmas Eve we get together with mom's family and do uh like it's a dinner of appetizers essentially. That's exactly what it is. Um and Cousin Chelsea knows. Cousin Chelsea. They do the same thing. She knows. Um we do that. Uh we do we all the thing with us like cuz I always hear from other families that the kids would like hunt out the presents and try and find the presents before um, we hand them out one at a Christmas time. Morning. Oh. We always knew exactly where the presents <laughs> I was were hidden. Never very good at hiding, but the kids knew exactly where yeah. they were. Mom would say, "Like, don't look in the trunk of the car because that's where all the presents are." <laughs> don't go like, in my closet. Okay. Um, I literally would have like the sewing room door closed, and it's like, "Don't go in there." <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but I don't think you guys ever. No, my brother uh, Ryan, who's been on the show a couple times now, um, he said that one year he looked and it like completely ruined Christmas for him and so he serves him right yeah so he never did it again um so something that we do is on Christmas morning we all go into my mom and dad's room and then like we march out in birth order to the Christmas tree and look at the Christmas tree um and see all the presents and ooh and ah and ooh and ah um and And there's the big ones that aren't wrapped so they get to see those yeah so not so much anymore those are Gifts are smaller now than they used to be. It's true, but they're more expensive. <laughs> That's true. Um, so those are the ones that I like. Uh, Megan asks if we went back and read more Ice Planet books. I did. Here's the thing that I um, recognized with the Ice Planet books was because I read, I went back and I started at the beginning of the series and I read, I think, the first two or three back to back. And I realized that, oh, these books are very similar when read back to back. So maybe... I'm not going to read them back to back. I'll just kind of like come back to this series when I need to. Maybe now while we've got a little break. She fill, can read, yeah, read fill in some gaps in my my reading list. Um, Cassie says Hallmark or Christmas movie recommendations. I'm not an avid Hallmark movie lover, but I'm in the mood for a good Christmas movie. Here's the problem with recommending Hallmark Christmas movies. They all have the same exact damn titles, and so I can never... But we really liked we like the, the 12 on the 12th date of Christmas. Yes. Um, or the 12th date of Christmas. Because there's like four of them that have that same title. Yeah, there are. But it came out this year. It has... It has this, the voice guy. It has like. this guy that who has like the sexiest voice. I probably need to learn his name, but he is so foing. Um, and he really does it for me. And so, uh... Is that the one with the chick from S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, and there's a girl who was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which we also loved, but she played a really bad character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But that one was really cute. It was really cute. We really liked, um... The a, time, where... a Timeless Christmas. Yes, that's... That one was cute. And he was um, good looking, too. Yeah, he's also very good looking. And that one is based on a book that is written by a pen name of Ava Lee. So that one is based on a romance book. Um... And, yeah, we really liked both of those. Oh, people are saying Jill Shalvis for Trouble with Mistletoe. Yes! Jill Shalvis. I knew that. nailed it. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I'm, like, catching up on all the comments. Um, Natalie agrees with us on illustrated covers. Um, Jessica says, I just finished the Christmas anthology, How the Dukes Stole Christmas, Tessa Sarah McLean, Joanna Shoup, and Sophie Jordan. It's pretty good. We read those. We read that uh, for the podcast. Two years ago? A while ago. Yeah, like when the year that they came out, I think, is when we did that. Like every podcast was doing that book. Yeah, 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 literally. There was like eight other podcasts that did that book. Um, And yes, Natalie says, yes, that Bridgerton clip. Seriously. Yeah, that Bridgerton clip. Not even funny. And Colin is adorable. Yeah. 
Um, Penny says, I just re recently heard about Immortal Guardians series. Every book has such a high rating, but I really just can't get into the writing. There are some, especially some books that have like crazy high ratings on Goodreads and I read it and I don't get it. Um, there's a well, few Well, even books. some books like Lorraine, is it Lorraine Heath who wrote the Duchesses, the big long series with the Duchesses? Was that Lorraine Heath or was it? I don't know what you're Elizabeth talking about. Elizabeth Hoyt? I can't remember. Anyway, um, that's one that was like really rated high. And it took me a while to get into the rhythm of the book or the rhythm of the writing. There's something about the writing that it just took me a while to get used to. And I just think some authors are like, especially if you've been like reading certain books, reading certain kinds of books, and then you, you kind of switch to a different kind of author or, you know, with a different flair. Um, not that it was bad or whatever. I, I ended up reading them all and enjoying them all, but it just took me a while to get into the, mm -hmm. her writing style. Raquel says, in case no one said this, I love Julie's hair. Well, thank you. It's very wise. Mom, and you guys are getting to see like the, the silver. I'm also we... trying to grow it out. So it's got like all kinds of, got all kinds I'm not of growing out my hair. In. I can't say that because if my husband sees this, then he gets in his mind that I'm growing my hair out. And he gets all excited. I'm not growing my hair out. I'm growing out my layers. Mom has a lot of freaking hair. So when she grows it out like long, it's... There's tons of it. Huge. And like I put it in a ponytail and it's like this big around. Yeah. And I'll pull it back in a ponytail and then I'll take it out at the end of the night. And it's still wet from my shower. So I have a ton of hair. Plus then I lose it and I've just got hair everywhere. And I've got dark brown <laughs> tile on my floor in my bathroom. And now my white hair shows up on it really bad. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And now it used to be we would share a brush or something and we couldn't tell whose hair was who. But now it's very obvious whose hair is who. Apparently mine's very white. <laughs> and Owen's not. Yeah. Are we going with silver or white? Are you, are you, we just calling your hair white now? Well, or? it's white up here. It's more silvery back here. I don't yeah. know. She's, you know, it is what it is. a lot of going on. But yeah, it looks nice. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I like it. Um... 12 Dates of Christmas, people are clarifying for me, is the name of that um, uh, the Hallmark Christmas one, yes. movie. It yes, was the scavenger, scavenger hunt one. Yes. And Natalie points out that the actress was also in Gallivant, which she was, and she's also good on that. Oh, I liked Gallivant. We just mainly know her from Agents of Show. Um, anyway. Um, oh. Megan clarifies that you're talking about The Desperate Duchesses by Eloise James. Yes. Which yes. is true. Yes. Yes. And for is. some reason, that first book, it just took me a while to get into the groove of it. But then I did, and I loved it. But it's one of those that, you know, I possibly could have DNF'd if I didn't continue. But, and I ended up loving the series. So, mm -hmm. yep. Um, Lori says, there's a bonkers new Santa romance novella called The Naughty List. It just came out, and it's hot and hilarious. We did want to read Santa Erotica. We did. So. Wait, wait, wait. We were joking about Santa Erotica. I don't think I ever once said, I want, I want to, to read some Santa I, Erotica. I want to read some Santa Erotica. So let's, <laughs> let's get after it. Um, yeah. Um, that's it. That's so far. I, I might. I think of how like my Christmas Eve goes putting together Christmas for you guys. And Santa Erotica might ruin that whole it's like, well, you don't look anything like the guy in the book. <laughs> Are you referring to your husband? I am talking about my husband. <laughs> there's a there's a, a famous Christmas in our family um, where uh, 
my brothers and I refer to it as the year where we could hear Santa swearing in the attic <laughs> because um, Santa, Santa, quote unquote Santa, um, we got surround sound. It was like we got a DVD player and surround sound. It was like when DVD players were first the, came out, the brand new like thing. first came out because we got like four DVDs. Yeah. And Santa, quote unquote, was in our attic um, putting up the surround sound, putting up the surround sound. And he was having a hell of a time. <laughs> and uh, so all of us, because the other thing that we used to do when we're kids, not as much now, but we'd all sleep in the same room together. And so all of us were laying awake in in bed <laughs> in fear of Santa, <laughs> listening to Santa. Hope Santa gets I, over this before the night's over. I think by then Ryan and I were not on the Santa train anymore, but Dylan, my youngest brother, was. And um, and so I just remember laying there and like, well, I can't imagine Dylan's gonna believe in Santa after this <laughs> because. Santa sounds a lot like we know that we know the sounds of dad swearing in the in the attic especially yeah. he hates doing stuff in the attic yeah um so that is a pretty pretty famous Christmas story um you should tell that's the year because one of the DVDs we got was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang yeah and we were watching it the next day and Ryan said this movie's stupid and I said how could it be stupid it introduces you to great words like phantasmagorical and he said yeah it introduces me to words like chitty, as in this movie's really chitty. <laughs> yeah, that's another another famous one for us. It's one of my favorites. We, our first DVDs that we got were um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, and Knight's Tale. That was the one that I got. If it tells you what year we, yeah. <laughs> we got our, Lara Croft our first Raider. DVD player. And, but yeah, mine, mine that I got was A Knight's Tale. Because I was... And the boys wanted Tomb Raider. In love with Heath Ledger. And I wanted to get Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So that's what you got. And that's what I got. Um, you should tell tell the story, because you told it today, earlier to me, and I thought, that's a funny story, and you should tell on the podcast about your name tag at work. Uh, <laughs> I, I, have I not told it? I so. <laughs> well, we were at my... And this has nothing to do with Christmas whatsoever, but... Um, I was in charge... My boss at work, my principal at my school, wanted us to have name tags so that the people on campus could tell we were staff. This was before the district was giving out name tags. So I used our logo. I made very professional looking name badges for us at work um, so people could tell who the staff were with our names on them and everything. And I took everybody's school picture and put it on theirs. Well, on my name tag, I put a picture of Cindy Crawford on mine instead of my own picture. And one of the little kids comes up and he's looking at my picture and he says, is that you? I said, yeah, that's what I look like without my glasses. And he looks at my picture and he says, you should go more often without your glasses. <laughs> and then I smacked him upside the head and told him to shut up. No, I did not do that. But, um, but I did laugh and it did give me a good chuckle. And um, yeah, I should go without my glasses more often. You should, yeah. Because <laughs> I look just like Cindy Crawford. So yeah. there's that. Um, Natalie asked if there's any holiday movies that we watch every year. There are a lot. Oh, you just opened a can of worms. Yeah, we... I mean, so, like, the standard that I think, like, has to be watched every Christmas, no matter what, is A Christmas Story. Um, that, In fact, we a lot of times do that one on Christmas Eve sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we do that one on Christmas Eve a lot, a lot. Um, uh, that's kind of, like, the one that has to be watched no matter what. Um, Elf. Elf we watch a lot. Um, a couple odd ones that we watch every year. Uh, the Pee Wee Christmas special. 
that is our favorite. I think we've, we've definitely told that story about that. Yeah, because we told it when Sarah was on the podcast. Um, yeah, Pee Wee Christmas, Christmas special. special. That is one of our, our favorites. And it's terrible, but we watch it every year, yeah. and we love it. I love it. Um, then we watch, um, we've talked about how we like Mystery Science Theater a lot. There is a, an episode of Mystery Science Theater where they watch the movie um, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Which is as amazing as it sounds. It is amazing. And <laughs> them watching it is amazing. And they sing a song about a Patrick Swayze Christmas because <sighs> in the context of the episode, they've just watched Roadhouse and they're like obsessed with Roadhouse. And um, yeah, we uh, we love that episode. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. I, I love that. Um, we watch... Uh, and then like ones that... We like Scrooge. Scrooge. We like Scrooge a lot. I I like that with one. With Bill a lot. Murray. Um, we watch Love Actually a Love lot. It, yeah. Around and Christmas. it used to be we'd watch it and it needed edited. And Ellen had it down to yeah. where she could edit it perfectly, and she knew exactly when the nude scenes were coming up. And um, we'd keep the sound going, but she would stop the video. <laughs> yeah, I would like turn it to a different like auxiliary on the TV. and um so we could still hear the sound and we could hear what they're saying because they had these sweet little conversations while they're naked and but now that we're older like it's kind of we like, just don't even bother whatever. with it anymore <laughs> but um yeah that's one that we watch a lot um we like dabble in christmas vacation and home alone and i like die hard but die hard and uh we just watched i like to watch while you were sleeping around oh, we Christ- do like christmas time but i'll watch that any time of year i keep shaking know. the table sorry yeah you do and it's sorry sorry there's not an earthquake here <laughs> it's just me we are california um but yeah so those are those are some of our it's probably all and the standards we, there are some like christmas episodes too that um, oh, we love the um, happy endings. Happy endings. There's if you guys have never watched Happy Endings, watch, watch Happy it. Endings. It's so funny, so and good. it got canceled way too soon. Um, but they have a great Thanksgiving and a great Christmas episode. Um, so we we love both those of those are excellent. Um, um, but yeah, is it on Hulu or Netflix or it's something? It's on Hulu. I know. Um, happy Endings. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, so cute. So cute. So cute. That's from Happy Endings. <laughs> um, I'm trying to... And then, yeah, there's probably some others that I'm forgetting. But um, I think that covers the... But yes. The answer to your question is yes. We have lots yes, of holiday movies we, that we watch. We That's like what we do. First of all, that's like how we've always bonded as a family in general is watching movies together so around the holidays it used to be every christmas i would buy the kids the kids would get like a big brick Mm -hmm. of present a present that was like a big and it would be a whole stack of dvds like all the dvds i bought from october through december and i would buy a lot of dvds um and that would be one of the gifts and then on christmas day we just sit and watch dvds now i don't buy dvds anymore so um i so they don't get that well and it used to be that um mom would have to like bundle all of mine together because I would always just like, especially when we were older and like I was in college and stuff, I would ask for a lot of DVDs. And so I'd have to buy two copies of some cause yeah. I wanted a set and I and wanted mom Ellen. would have to like bundle it. And that was the bulk of, so there would be an Ellen DVD set and a family DVD set. Yeah. So anyway, that, that we watch a lot of movies. What can I say? We do watch a lot now. And I know I've said this on the podcast as well, but, um, 
now it's uh, mom, like we have all these DVDs and we'll want to watch something, but mom is too lazy to get up and put a DVD <laughs> in the DVD player. So she will rebuy movies that we already own on Amazon and just so I don't have to get up and get it. I would get yeah. mad at you for sharing that, but it's it's very true. But it's true. That's I do. I'll so just true. go on Amazon and purchase it so I don't have to get out of my chair to get up and put it in the DVD player. Yeah, that's true. You know, um, I'm not going to apologize. Amy says you two have the best taste in eyewear. So cute. Mom just got new glasses. I did just get new glasses. Mom needed new glasses too. Um, I used to have gray frames. Yeah. And with my hair white, it just was like there was just nothing going on here at all. Yeah. So I wanted some frames with a little pop of color. These are, I have like many pairs of glasses because I found this website where you can get them for like stupid cheap. And um, so I was just like, well, if I'm going to wear glasses every day of my life, I'm going to, you know, get a few different pairs so I can mix it up a little bit. And this is where I landed. So, okay. Um, Do we have anything else we want to talk about before we? No, just that we love you guys. The, the best thing about doing this podcast is that we love this little community that has yes. evolved um, around the podcast and all our friends on Facebook. And I don't even go on my regular Facebook anymore. I don't I like don't. those people as much as I like you guys. Yeah. My... Oh, that's not true. I got a lot of family and stuff. <laughs> I have to like them. But she still likes you guys more. <laughs> um, no, that's true. I mean, like, now my... Facebook algorithm like only shows me romance related stuff because it knows that that's the stuff that I care about the most. Um, anyway, I think that's all that we have to say. Um, it is fun to get to do this with you guys live. You get to see us yelling at the dog. You get to see all my hand gestures that I do that mom's yeah, always she does commenting those all the time. on. Um, you get to see my, my sewing instructions in the background. Yeah. You get to see our beautiful eyewear, and I put My makeup on for you guys. You're welcome. It's like one of eight times that I've put on makeup this year, so <laughs> that's fun. Um, anyway, we're so excited um, for 2021 for so many reasons, but in part because we get to read some different new books with you guys and we'll see which books end up getting the best of the year and we hope you year. all have a wonderful holiday season however you choose to celebrate. celebrate go do it do it up yeah um let me do my little spiel that i always do um hold on just so that we're it would help if my computer worked with me as opposed to not working with me Okay, here it comes. So, those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on the best of 2020. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, which a bunch of you guys are on um, right now. Our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are not at Not Your Mom's Rom, our subreddit, Not Your Mom's subreddit, or you can email us at Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club at gmail.com. So, if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you we are taking a little hiatus over the holidays so we are going to miss you all so much but we are still popping in on social medias and you know we will be there to chat about bridgerton uh but we will be back on january 4th to chat about the widow of rose house by diana biller remember you can subscribe on itunes google play stitcher spotify and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love to read them 
Also, a little shout out. Go do the trope challenge for this year because we got prizes oh, yeah. for that for this year. So go do that. Um, we're gonna reply to some of these comments that you guys are leaving right now. Well, I want to say I want to echo Natalie's what Natalie says, and that is Happy Bridgerton Watching Day. So. Yes, that is <laughs> that is the true you know feeling of the season. That's the true meaning of the season. Um, we love you guys. Happy 2020. Happy holidays, and we will see you in 2021. Yeah, we'll be there. Bye, guys. Bye. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.